0: Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions.
1: For the next few moments, you are just going to have, if you love music, you are going to love what you're you're about to experience right now. Worship team has done a phenomenal job with the band putting things together. So I'm going to ask you right now, right where you are, would you put your hands together and welcome with me this Christmas?
2: Amazing, amazing, amazing job. How many know it's good when you could come to church and music sounds good? I know worship is amazing and I know it's for God. But I also know that God is the one who created worship. I know that he's given talents and I just want to say thank you to our amazing band for their hard work and efforts that they put into it. That is not an easy song to play. Come on, give it up for them one more time. Well, Merry Christmas. How many of you guys are prepared and ready for Christmas? A few of you guys are are, are ahead of the game. You went shopping. How many of you guys are uh, going to go shopping in the next few days? Maybe Christmas Eve shoppers here? Amen, amen, amen. Well, listen, we want to say Merry Christmas from our staff and the church to your to your family and you. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know, as we get into Christmas you know, when we think of Christmas, Christmas looks so much different uh, than it did in Jesus's days, if you were to think about it. When we think of Christmas, our thoughts often go to lights and, and Christmas in the park. Our thoughts go to, to food and our thoughts go to family and friends, hangouts, and our thoughts go to maybe even some family traditions. But how many of you know that Jesus, when he came into the world, it didn't look like that? There was no Christmas in the park. There was no choir singing, you know, in, in that time. There, 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 it, the Bible says that it was a dark time in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. The Bible says this, While the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them the light has shined. You see, Jesus didn't enter into the world where, where a world was full of peace. He didn't enter a world that was full of light. He entered into a dark world. But the Bible says that he is the light of the world. But it doesn't just call Jesus the light of the world. It also says that we also are the light of the world. And in this dark moment, church, it is our greatest opportunity for the church to shine. You see, Jesus was born into a world where people were shrouded in darkness. He was born into a world that was under Roman oppression and rulership. And out of all the times that God could have chose to birth Jesus into this world, He chose a dark, oppressive time. You see, Galatians 4.4 says this, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his son Jesus to be born of a woman born under the law. When the right time had came, the right time for God to send Jesus was in the darkest moment in the time of oppression. The right time for the Savior to come. The right time for the light to shine was when the world was in a dark place. And I want to let you know right now that the world might be in a dark place, but he has sent the sun. He has sent the light, not only in the sun. Jesus, but in me and you as well to shine bright for his glory and honor. You see, he chose a time where people were were oppressed and he chose a time where people were depressed as well. He chose a time where people were desperately in need of hope. You see, he chose a time kind of like today. He chose a time where people are oppressed and he chose a time where people are depressed and he chose a time where people are desperately in need of hope. But I came to declare some good news to you today. I came to declare some hope to you today. That right now is the perfect time. Right now is the perfect place. And right now is the perfect season for God to fulfill his word once again. Would you agree with that this morning? Right now is the perfect place. You see, this isn't the season of the shutdown. This is the season of the breakthrough. This isn't the the season for the church to back down. This is the season for the church to stand up. You see, it's not the season of failure, but it's the season of fulfillment. Because this Christmas is not one that we should just endure. But this Christmas is one that we should be expecting God to fulfill his word once again. Can you say amen? Come on, can you say amen?
0: Hey. Oh, we walk in. Come on, put your hands together with me. Hey in the winter, oh, we're walking in the winter. Come on, sing. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away, it's a new bird. Here to stay, it's a new bird. He sings a little song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow, we can build a snowman and pretend that he is Parson Brown. We can say to Mary, we say no, man, but you can take the job in the town. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. To face and afraid the plans that we made, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow, we can build a snowman and pretend that he's a circus clown. We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman until the other kids knock him down. When the snows, ain't it thrilling? And we know all we're just chilling. To face and afraid the place that we made. Walking in the winter wonderland. Oh, we walking. Come on, put your hands in. In the winter. Oh, oh, we walking. In the winter.
1: Beautiful, dude! You killed that song, man! You killed that song, bro! I had never heard anyone rip it up on the drums like that during that song, man. That's a guitar song, not a drum song. Merry Christmas! I said, Merry Christmas! You know, this Christmas looks a lot different than what we've expected and what we're used to because normally at Christmas, church is packed, and at this time of year, we could usually expect the CEOs to show up, the Christmas and Easter only crowd. You only show up on Christmas and you sh- only show up on Easter. You you don't Normally you don't show up to church, but you know enough about God that you better show up on Easter or you better show up on Christmas or you're going to get burned up or something. It's just something about you have to show up on church, right, on Christmas Day. It's just something that you have to do. You know enough about, but this pandemic has caused things to be so much different. You know, Proverbs, 20, uh, Proverbs 19, nineteen twenty one says, many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purposes that prevail. We, we have a lot of plans that we put in place. We have a lot of things that we design. When we started 2020 off, we had so many plans on how this year was going to look. None of us, and I know I didn't, none of us expected a pandemic. None of us expected to be facing what we're facing. The loss of loved ones, loss of jobs, family members moving out. Being, many of you were looking forward to bonuses this Christmas, not to being laid off. You were looking forward to being able to maybe buy a house this year instead of finding yourself now on the verge of being evicted. This year has brought some changes that we didn't expect. In fact, you go back to the very first Christmas. It didn't work out the way they expected either. Joseph and Mary were not expecting to be on the road to have a baby. They weren't expecting to find themselves looking for a place for Mary to deliver the Son of God. They, they weren't looking, they, they weren't expecting this kind of trauma, this kind of, this kind of shift. But because of a late decree, they had to go from their home in Nazareth all the way to Bethlehem for a census, so that they could be taxed. And on the way there, because he's traveling with a pregnant woman, it takes them longer to travel than people that are just traveling on their own. In those days, you didn't have a bus, you didn't have a car, you didn't have an airplane that you could fly, they traveled by foot or they traveled by horse or donkey. Imagine with me traveling at that time of year with a nine-month pregnant woman. Her back is hurting. Every, every 20 feet, she has to stop to go pee. For those of you pregnant ladies know, know what I'm talking about. Your back hurts. Can't get comfortable. Every so often, they have to stop so she can stretch. And by the time they finally get to Bethlehem, why Bethlehem? Bethlehem was the city of David. And you had to go to the town which your ancestors came from in order to register. Joseph was a descendant of King David. That that was something to be proud of. But in Luke chapter 2, we find in verse 6 and 7, take a look at this. It says that when they get there, when they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, which was a feeding trough. Why would, why, why would the king of glory be born in a manger? Because there was no place. Someone say no place. For them in the inn. Now, I, I don't know about you, but I can imagine Mary thinking, man, babe, you, you, didn't, you didn't call ahead and make reservations. You you didn't, you didn't get on Travelocity and see if there was room. You didn't get an Airbnb, you didn't get a VRBO. you didn't take time to set something up. And now we get here and we're going door to door looking for a place to welcome us. Kind of reminds me on our anniversary, not our anniversary, our honeymoon. We got married and we flew to LA and we just had the bus drop us off at the Disneyland hotel. And we're standing in line and I hear the lady in front talking to the person and said, your reservation? They go, we don't have a reservation. She goes, I'm sorry. We're, we've been booked for over three months. And I'm looking around, I'm thinking, oh, my God. We're here on our honeymoon, and I didn't make reservations. So I get up to the front of the counter, and I stand there, and I look at the lady, and uh, she goes, yes, name's Vera. V as in Victor, E-R-A she's looking. She goes, "Uh, I can't find your reservation. So what what do you mean you can't find my reservation? We just got married. I didn't lie. I just said, you can't find my reservation. (laughs) We're here on our honeymoon. What do you mean you don't have my reservation? You don't have it because I didn't make it. And she she looks at me, she goes, and she's just a small conversation. Where are you from? Oh, we're from San Jose. She goes, oh, really? My dad worked at Mount Pleasant High School. He was a teacher there. So really? I, went to, I graduated from Mount Pleasant High School. No way, yeah, yeah. And so, so we're, we're talking, and she's sitting there clicking the keyboard. I can't find your reservation. Really? Yeah, I, I took your dad's class. Really great teacher. She goes, no, let me see what I can do for you. She just kept typing away. She goes, you know what? I got a suite, so I'm going to give it to you at the regular room price. And she she made a way. See, but the, the word says that there was no place. Everyone say no place. That, that word meant no no room, no opportunity, no possibility. What, what it was saying was this, is that there was no opportunity. They were making no room for the coming king. You see, all the, the descendants of King David were gathered in Bethlehem to, to, be, to have a census. And all the descendants are gathered. there. They're, they're partying, they're eating, they're drinking, they're celebrating the fact that they are descendants of the greatest king of Israel. But as they're celebrating their past at the door of each one of those houses, there is the king of kings about to be birthed, but they miss out on the greatest king to come because there was no room. They were so consumed with their past that they missed out on the present. I'm here to tell you as we close 2020 You look back on all the defeats, all the mess ups, all the regrets that you are so focused in on yesterday, that you're missing out on the opportunity of right now, of what's taking place at your front door in this moment. I want to tell you today, don't miss your opportunity. Make room for God this Christmas. Make room for the presence of God. Don't just rip open presents. The very first thing we do, the first gift we open up, is Jesus. In our manger set up, Jesus isn't there yet. He's in the nicest wrap box that we have under our tree. And every year we try to argue who gets to open Jesus up. And after we open Jesus up and we place him in the manger to remember why we're celebrating this day. Then we could open our gifts. I want to encourage you. Start a tradition where it's bigger than just gifts, it's about the gift of life that's knocking at your door right now. Would you welcome with me this morning? G's gonna bless you as she comes and sings. Seriously, if you ain't never heard her sing, y'all get ready. Come on, G.
3: call their favorite time. joyful memories there, Christmas time is here, we'll be drawing near, oh that we could always see, such spirit Christmas everyone.
1: tell you thank you G. I'm gonna ask my wife to come join me at this time. Hey love. I asked her just to share a little something before we close this service just to share with you, to encourage you as we celebrate this Christmas.
4: Good morning, CWC family. Thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. We are so excited to have you uh, join us today. Um, How many of you know that we only have a few weeks left to close out 2020? And how many are so excited to close (laughs) 2020? (laughs) I know I am, kind of like. But if I can just leave one quick word with you before you close out 2020. And um, I know the Lord had spoken this to my heart a while back ago. And in Jeremiah 17:7 7, it says, "Blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. So for any of you or all of you of you who have gone something through 2020 or are going through something through 2020, you need to realize that you are still blessed because you have the Lord on your side. So finish off 2020 so strong no matter what it is that you're going through no matter what 2020 brought your way or if you have a relative or a family somebody who is just struggling with this COVID and just in a crazy year that we were faced with give them that scripture and have them put their name blessed is Angie who trusts in the Lord.
1: Amen. So put your name in that.
4: Declare to have a fabulous closing off of 2020 and enter 2021 with a bang. Amen. Okay? Can
1: I say you look beautiful today? Thank you.
4: Thank you for my outfit. (laughs) I'm going to have
1: you stand to your feet as we close this morning. Revelation chapter 3 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Luke chapter 2 says that they went door to door, but there was no room. My question to you today is Is there room for Jesus? Christmas is about to take place. And all you have to do is answer. How did they miss out? On the greatest king. You imagine being the one that opened the door and said no to the king of kings. Right now over that manger, they have built a big old tabernacle, a church called the Church of the Nativity. It's a tourist spot now. You imagine if, if someone, an innkeeper, a family member just would have said, you know what, we don't have room, but we want you here. That house would be famous today. People from all over the world would gather just to go to that place. I want you to know that God right now in this moment is saying, I want to be in your marriage. I want to be in your life. I want to be in your family. I want to be in your heart. The question is, sorry about that. The question is, will you open the door to him today? Will you answer? My prayer that the greatest thing that you would open this Christmas wouldn't be a Christmas present, but it would be your heart. As you take the bread this morning, I want you to know that on the top of the cup that you have there, there's a little plastic thing you just pull off and It exposes the bread. Please know I use that term bread very uh, liberally because this tastes nothing like bread. It's like styrofoam. But this represents the broken body of Christ. And this Christmas, as we celebrate, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, I will come in and eat with him. Fellowship. God wants to be part of your life. More than you want God to be part of your life, God wants to be part of your life. God's knocking. He wants, he's inviting himself over. Would you take the bread this morning? Father, we thank you for your body that was broken. for us. The Bible says in a like manner he took the cup and after he gave thanks, he said, this is the new covenant of my blood. I want you to know that the blood of Jesus has provided healing for us. You may be going, as my wife said, through a tough year. She has battled a tough year through the news that we've received. But her faith is unwavering. We can stand here today in the middle of a pandemic with trust, knowing that God not only has my yesterday, but he has my tomorrow. He's already there. And I want you to know, regardless of what you face in 2021, regardless of what you faced in 2020, place your faith not in your ability to handle it, but in the completed work of Christ on the cross of Calvary. He's done it all. All you have to do is say yes. Take the cup this morning. Father, we bless your name. Lord, we thank you right now, my God, that you would come down to earth and give your life as a sacrifice so that we could have relationship with you. We could have an opportunity for heaven, for the presence of God to dwell in us, not just with us. Lord, I pray right now for anyone here this morning, my God, that may be distant from you, heads bowed and eyes closed. You might be here right now and maybe your relationship with God isn't where it needs to be. I'm going to count to three and simply ask you to lift your hand in the air. I want to pray with you. I want to have you respond to the knock of Christ on the door right now. He's knocking. He's inviting. One, the Bible says it's appointed for man to die once, then comes judgment. Two, search your heart right now. Why run from God when all he's going to do is love you when he catches you? As I say this final number, left to right, front to back, man, woman, or child, you're here. And you just want to make and give your life to Christ right now. Ready? One, two, three. Lift your hand. Right. Yes. God bless you. 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 God bless you, my brothers. God bless you. God bless you as well. I want you right now just to say this with me. Heavenly Father, I receive you now as Lord and Savior. I hear the knock and I open my life. And I invite you in. Take over. Change me. Transform me. I trust. I trust in you. Regardless of what I've gone through, I'm going to put away my past and step into my present in faith because of what you've done for me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, give God a shout of praise this morning. We want you to know how much we love you. On behalf of my wife and I, we just want to say Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I want you to do me one one favor. Next year, we are, we are planning. We, we got things put together already as we get ready to to arise and build in 2021. As we're recognizing, we're calling next year an unbreakable year, unshakable year. We're unshakable in 2021. We're not gonna allow things that have happened to shake us, to break us, to to mess us up. We are believing that we are gonna start rebuilding, start taking time to rebuild the church, rebuild the, the body, rebuild the focus, and rebuild your life, rebuild your hope, rebuild your future as well. So we want you to join us. We're starting the year off with the week of prayer that's gonna be through Zoom. And we're gonna invite you every night to join us from the comfort of your living room. Join us for prayer as we come together and we dedicate that first seven days to Christ, to God, and ask God to come in and help us out. And we're gonna start off with the 21 day Daniel D- Daniel fast as well. Now some of you are like, Pastor, I'll join you for prayer, but I'm not fasting. Well, It's just to kind of reboot our lives, kind of get get us to start off the year healthy as well. You'll hear more about it. Don't miss next Sunday. Pastor Nick is going to close out 2020 with a powerful word uh, next week called The Turnaround, God of the Turnaround. And so you want to be here next Sunday. Let's end strong, amen. God bless you.
0: Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com
3: forward slash CWC Bay Area.